top. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Laughter on Tap. I am delighted to welcome Natalie Sanchez to the channel today and I have chosen to interview Natalie because I know her to be someone who laughs a lot and I think she attempts to make others laugh sometimes as well. Natalie is calling us from California and she is going to talk to us today about the different types of laughter, what makes her laugh, why she enjoys laughter and what motivates her to be funny if she ever is. So let's start by asking Natalie, do you enjoy laughter? Laughter is, yes, one of my, my, my vices, I would say. I enjoy laughter. And, and what is it that you think you enjoy about laughter? Um, not only the psychology on, on a deeper level, I would say, John, but also just the simplicity of it, how such a broad array of things can be what we would call funny. So from someone tripping and falling uh, to something, you know, deeply ironic, there's a whole spectrum of, of humor. And I find it does, um, it usually does cure ills on one level or another from, for most situations and most people. That's brilliant. Yeah, great. Um, so what motivates you to be funny? Because I notice you are quite funny. You're not being very funny at the moment, but that's fine. We'll come <laughs> to that. Um, well, let me take my top off. Um, <laughs> I guarantee you a couple of small laughs. <laughs> okay, so let's try and talk about the different types of humour that exist. Now, we've talked before about relief humour. What what do you what do you know of relief humor and do you think that's something you use? So relief humor, as in like comic relief humor, is that right? When yeah, that sort of thing. Stressful... And we cope with stress, we laugh, yeah. and we find things funny. It is interesting if you've ever found yourself in a stressful situation or a situation that normally might be what people would count as morbid, i.e., you know, someone dying or on their deathbed that's oftentimes the first response for people who are there in the room right um depending and uh yeah it, it's interesting it, it's uh, I think there's definitely something to be to be said for you know really few more of the theories behind it yeah yeah I think uh, Freud even said that it could be to do with like channeling that energy which would be mm -hmm going into mm. that stress and anxiety and actually right. releasing it into laughter can That's make right. it a positive. must be some sort of defense mechanism. I have no idea what that might be on an evolutionary sense, but it's, but it is certainly interesting. And I think anyone who is, yeah, who has uh, seen some element of a gallows humor or something like that has been able to testify to that. Right. So. Yeah. Great. Excellent. Thank you for that. Um, so what about, um, incongruity theory have you heard about that as a, as a only briefly can you can you refresh me what is incongruity humor this is the sort of idea where one thing is going to happen and then something else happens and that we react in in laughter to that sudden change yes um yeah i think of this often when i watch you know kind of simplistic sort of uh videos online where you know picture like some european tv show where you know a painter is meaning to put a ladder in a certain space and instead xyz happens and you know it ends up in hilarity from the audience um those are those those situations are also hilarious but in some ways i find a little on the uh, simple side for my palate if i could be so bold i don't know but it is certainly popular yeah but not what i typically laugh at or go for 
no. Um, have you had any experiences where you have laughed at things that you wouldn't think of as being? Well, laughed? yes. And so, yeah, maybe when you find, find yourself, uh, I, I had one specific experience. I think you know about this. I, I, I had a scooter accident where I knocked out a good number of my front teeth. Um, and the, my first response as I spat my tooth into my hand, because one of my lifetime fears was knocking out my teeth. As anyone has my big, beautiful teeth that I had, my big, beautiful American teeth. And so I, uh, I, I, yeah, had a quick stack on a scooter and realized immediately my teeth were loose and spat into my hand and realized my entire tooth was in my hand. And the first thing that happened was it just belly laugh came out of me that I just couldn't believe that it happened. And it was like, my greatest fear came true. And I just, I cracked up at the humor of it, especially as I put this tooth into my back pocket and realized I couldn't do anything. So, but get to the hospital as quickly as possible. And there was nothing much else to do, but kind of laugh at how, of course this would happen, you know, that sort of thing. And um, nobody else can see, but I can now see you have got a wonderful set of teeth. So, uh, I'm guessing that you, you saved something or that you've, you've had some repairs done. Oh, thank you. Okay. And uh, there's another type of humour, which I'm sure you never would use, but we, we refer to it as superiority humour. Mm -hmm. uh, what, what do you think that is and, and have you used it? For me, that's a grenade sort of like, you know, Hail Mary sort of humour. I think I probably have used it if needed be, i.e. my understanding would be something like uh, Mean Girls, that movie where you would border on bullying someone or pushing someone down. So that could be used in a from a place of, you know, superiority, um, the college scholarly set laughing, you know, amusedly at, at uh, lower levels of society or sometimes putting someone in their place um, in the schoolyard and, and things like that. So um, I think I've only, I would like to think I've only done that for righteousness sake, for goodness sake, not for, <laughs> <laughs> not for my own selfish will, but definitely that comes in handy on the playground. And do you think it's possible though that we do, if we just pick up on something somebody's saying and we sort of mock what they're saying or we just sort of make a joke of somebody getting something wrong, is that is that superiority humour in a, in a, on a small level? Oh, it could be, yeah. I think it could definitely, you know, just sort of dance on the, the edges of, of that a little bit. But um, sometimes it can be innocent. But yes, people, depending on how they take it, it could come off that way and easily hurt somebody's feelings. So interesting yeah and um so let's just come back to this point about what motivates you to be funny so you know when you're just going about your normal life when you're talking do, do you have in mind that you want others to laugh or or what is behind you yeah being funny I think if yeah without without being funny if I could say that that it is something that is constantly working my brain to me humor or jokes are almost like a mathematic process. It's always just happening in my head. And when someone says something, if there's a wordplay involved or a bit of, um, yeah, yeah, a quick bit, of, like a pun or any sort of kind of laughing at the situation when you said, you know, about, I, I said about taking my top off and showing you a couple of funny things, like stuff like that is always kind of working in the back of my mind based off, I don't know if that would fall under the category of wordplay exactly, but um, or how that would categorize, but whenever a normal conversation is happening, I almost can't stop it. I would say it's almost like an obsession or a, um, an involuntary thing happening in my head. So I don't know if that happens on, in other people's minds, but it's just, I'm constantly thinking of what would be a funny situation, I guess, but not consciously. It just, it just sort of is happening all the time in my head. And I, 
consciously have to stop myself from saying things that are inappropriate because inappropriate things where I know this situation is not the time to say that. So, you know, I have to kind of slap my own hand (laughs) and stop myself quite a bit from saying things that would get a laugh. You know, I, I think early on in school, I got that class clown sort of um, vibe where I realized, okay, this is something that I can, uh, gain friends and gain popularity with is making other people laugh at who's ever expense. Um, and it's a small way to gain justice on the, on the schoolyard or get back at the teacher or put things right in some way, or just make people feel good. Um, and so it's, yeah, it's a great, um, you know, sort of friend maker. If you can make people feel at ease with a quick laugh, it's a universal language, isn't it? So, um, yeah, so it, you know, it, it comes in handy for a lot of reasons, but for me, um, just making light of everyday situations, making light of anything is probably the only way to go because there's a lot in life we certainly can't change. So one thing we can't control is how we view it and laughter is a way to sort of view things through a particular lens for me. That's great. Yeah, no, that's really interesting. And yeah. uh, I suppose just going on from that is the point about individual humor and that it, it's individual as individuals, but also it seems to be culturally quite different. Have right. you observed any sort of differences in, in types of humor in different places? Oh, completely, yes. If you travel, if one travels, right, to, to go to a different land and try to peer into what other people find funny is really interesting. Um, you know, in my own travels, language barrier is a huge thing. So being able to not fully understand another's language, it's probably difficult for us to understand the depths of why something is funny and the depths of humor um, as they see it. But certain, you know, people find, um, you know, more simplistic things where we might call simplistic funny or, or you know, other deep levels of humor, um, such as deep sarcasm, don't resonate with, with a lot of people. Sarcasm is not a thing for a lot of cultures, whereas a lot of Western cultures really that's one of the highest forms of humor, I think, and or intelligence in a weird way that people respect is seeing is hearing something sarcastic, aka witty, that somebody might say. It's it's all very related, but those don't hold any cachet in other cultures. And so it's it's really interesting to do that. And what I have found as a person who's tried to learn a couple of languages and lived abroad a few um, different countries for an extended period, uh, whatever it takes to get the laugh is what I'm about. <laughs> so uh <laughs> You know, I can I can put my values aside about sarcasm when I realize that doesn't it's not funny to people to be sarcastic. So if even if it's putting myself down and making myself look dumb to make someone feel comfortable, I'm okay with that at times too. I.e., making a taxi driver laugh with like a wordplay in a different language or something like that. So even if it's my second language, just trying to put someone at ease, I find enjoyable and connect with people. Yeah, no, interesting. Okay, let's move on to the laughter itself. So. Um... Can you analyze what happens to you when you're laughing and are there different types of laugh that you engage in? (laughs) I think so. Yeah. I'm one of those people who, uh, I usually do, uh, yeah, there's different types of laughter for sure. Oftentimes I'm one of those people who will just say hilarious. If I find something very funny, you won't hear an actual guttural response out of me or any, you know, laughter in quotes, but I'll just say oh, hilarious, or that's really funny for something I find funny as a baseline. And then, um, it kind of goes up from there. I noticed that I kind of do a silent, like a snort or a little titter to myself. Like if something's like moderately funny, uh, and anyone who can, you know, kind of really make me belly laugh, um, or take it to the, to the next level where I'm truly, you know, like having a genuine laugh is, is 
to me the ultimate. So I think I have kind of in my own level about three levels of laughter that I've just described. And I find most situations funny and can see humor in most things. Um, but yeah, those are kind of the three brackets for myself, I would say. Yeah. And so just reading into that, do you mean that your baseline when you say hilarious is almost meaning not very funny? It's funny, but like on a modicum, like it's just a, it's like, okay, yeah, that's, that's funny. That's like passively funny. Yes. And it's not enough to elicit a huge laugh, but like hmm, hilarious. Yeah. And like, I can look at a lot of things in life that way. Oh, it's hilarious. And I'm not really sure what that is. If I'm just got that, I have that stayed sort of calm, sarcastic vibe. And so I don't, I don't laugh at every single thing, but I do love to laugh and like love to make people laugh. But uh, yeah, that's my, that would be my baseline. Hilarious. Yeah. My baseline. <laughs> that's great. And uh, are you ever uncontrollable? Have, do you lose control in life? Very rarely. No, very rarely. Yeah. I can't, I couldn't think of the last time that I did. I think the things that make me laugh more uncontrollably are seeing or hearing someone else really lose it laughter wise. And there is something contagious about that. Someone who has a very funny laugh makes me laugh like everyone else. And so um, seeing someone else lose it sort of makes me kind of get to that level of hysteria as well a little bit, but typically no, um, I don't have uncontrollable laughter unless I'm doing something that is very high stress, i.e. like a performance part. I've had that happen. Uh, where I, you know, was doing like an on-camera performance one time and you get the giggles and you just can't help but from laughing. And so that certainly harkens back to that stress response, probably of extreme nerves. Um, I remember the very first time I had a deep and passionate kiss with a boy when I was 16 or so, I started laughing because I found it so funny. Um, and I, I quite enjoyed the kiss, but I was just, I couldn't stop laughing at some point. Cause I just found the whole thing really funny that this is, you know, looking at like my brain is always going and that second person is always observing the situation from the outside. And so thinking, wow, this is happening to me right now. This is hilarious. So like, I can't believe I'm doing this, this is so ridiculous, but you know, it was, it didn't, didn't take away from the enjoyability of it. it probably didn't make him feel very good, but I found it very funny. <laughs> So, um, and that's happened a couple of times where I just find it funny, where like kind of when you get what you want, it's kind of funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you the names later offline. <laughs> that's great. Um, no, I, I think I can relate to that. I mean, I've laughed at moments like I got into this habit of laughing every time I went to the dentist. And mm. Every time I got my head right back, everything yeah. in my mouth, all the the sort of sucky thing <laughs> going on and then Absolutely. just when it all clamped up everything is numbed and then I went into hysterical laughter and nearly choking on everything and <laughs> the dentist going crazy and flinging the chair up everything coming out of my mouth um but it actually made me laugh more the more serious she got the more I laughed and um Brilliant. I couldn't go for several years after that um <laughs> <laughs> For fear that I will just laugh as soon as I'm in that situation. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, well, yes, you've got a boon companion here. Yes, I can relate. Thank you so much for all you've said so far. I think what we could just finish on is trying to see whether there is any ability for us to make each other laugh. So we'll, we'll sort of try some laughter, see if it, okay. even if it's artificial, even if we're making ourselves laugh, seeing whether we can actually um, feel that we're getting the benefit of laughter. Okay. Um, so is there anything you'd like to try to see if you can make us laugh? 
Oh, uh, no, I can say though, having had known you for a few years, you are one of those people that does, I would, I would put in the category of having a contagious laugh that truly does just make me laugh when you get going. So you can, you can start the ball rolling if you like, but, um, <laughs> your laugh itself makes me laugh. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> Just listening to you laugh makes me laugh. <laughs> it is funny. Um, no, thank you very much, Natalie. It's been great to chat to you. And um, do you think it's beneficial to analyze laughter or has it taken away the mystique of laughter? To me that this this little conversation has been, um, has been quite deep in an interesting way. I think laughter is one of those deep philosophical uh, topics that is almost like the universe. It's a bit like a pornography. It's hard to describe, but you know it when you see it. So. <laughs> Thank you very much, Natalie Sanchez. Bye-bye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>